All right. So thank you everyone for joining us today. We are looking forward to discussing building our online communities in 2022 with Twitter Spaces. And so the format for this show will be, I'm going to be interviewing Keith Keller for the next 20 or so minutes, and then we will have time for a Q&A after that. So think, uh, get your questions ready, and we will answer as many as we can in the time that we have. Like I mentioned before, I am running a challenge in Facebook this week, and I actually have to be off and onto my challenge at the top of the hour. So I'm scheduling tight today, but thanks for joining us and let's get started. So Keith, tell us about your work previous to Spaces. Yeah, well, actually this is a really interesting point because Twitter Spaces has only actually been around since November 2020. 2020. So it's only been around about a year. But I've been doing social media since about 2006. So as each new site starts, I have a go and I stick with the ones I like and, you know, I've tried hundreds of different sites and I didn't like them, so you, you don't get to hear about those. But the biggest piece of, piece of news related to this talk today is that I, I did a radio show on Blog Talk Radio in 2008 and that was an almost identical format to Twitter Spaces. You'd ring in on your phone, you would get a recording, they would send it to iTunes. It was called iTunes then. And you, it was terrible quality, but you could do it on your phone and there was hundreds and hundreds of shows. And we did a show every week for two years. About I was a career counsellor at that time. And um, we, we were listened to in 126 countries by the time we'd finished the show and we had hundreds of thousands of downloads and people all over the world DMing me saying, mate, you know, I love your show, I'll listen to it while I'm walking the dog. And so even way back then, I knew there was something to this format. We ran it for two years. It was a very, very glorious part of my uh, career. We couldn't monetize it. We couldn't actually get it to pay for itself. We did get a lot of clients out of that, but we, did, we couldn't get the show itself to monetize. So we stopped it after two years. And then I just simply became the Twitter dude because during that show, I really honed my skill of using Twitter. And, you know, we were getting 1,800 downloads overnight from one tweet, from just saying, hey, we did a show and here's the link. And 1,800 people would listen to it. And so, you know, I, I just got really good at talking about that. And people would ask me to do speaking gigs and radio shows and conferences. And I've even been asked to fly all over the world to do it. And uh, that just came out of passion from all that time ago. It's pretty cool. Yes, it is interesting, isn't it, how you can really grow your following and share your message and grow your community. And I laugh when I, I think that one of the first quotes I heard from you was, what I like about Twitter spaces is I don't have to do my hair or worry about what I look like because it's just my voice. Yeah. I thought that was just a guy thing. <laughs> Well, maybe it is just a guy thing, but I don't think so. <laughs> I don't have to shave. I, I go days and days and days without shaving. My wife calls me Grizzly Adams at the moment. <laughs> well, I'm glad we don't have to live with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do shave occasionally, but I don't have to shave as often. 
There you go. So you alluded to this. When did you start using Twitter Spaces and what do you enjoy about it? Yeah, so Twitter Spaces itself started in November 2020. I didn't gravitate to it straight away. I started using it in August 2021 from uh, after a mutual friend of ours, Samantha Postman from Lethbridge, said, you know, why don't you try it? I think it's pretty cool. And at that time I was using live streaming with StreamYard and StreamYard is an amazing system, but it's hard. Like you've got to have a webcam and a light and you've got to have your background right and I've got to have a shave and I've got to do my hair or colour my hair. And, you know, Rose has been on the show. Several people on this call have been on my live streaming shows and they're great. I love them, but they're a lot of work. So what I love about Twitter Spaces is there's a, it's a lot easier. Like right now on this call, we've got about 20 people on the call. And all I did was plug in my phone. And I'm talking to all my mates around the world. Simon's there from Ireland. Billy D's there, you know. Rose has called in. Deb's calling in from London or uh, UK, you know. Got people all over the world. And I never got this level of engagement on live streaming. I, I did the show. I loved doing it. And it looked good. And I was very proud of it. But it was a lot of work and disproportionate to the amount of um, engagement. Would you agree, Ruth? Have you had that experience? Yes, I have. Yeah, I, I just love it. I just, I love it. It's, it's, it's an easy thing to do. It fits my, my personality and I've now bought a couple of bits of tech to have a bit of fun with it, to make it sound like a real show. Because, you know, my, my history, my very big history is that when I moved to Melbourne in 1984, I wanted to be a radio announcer and I went to radio school and all these people said, no, you're just a young kid with the wrong voice, Keith. Go and get married and buy a house. You know, and I was devastated. Just a young kid come to the city trying to, you know, make his dreams come true. You know, so now I'm, I've got my own back. I've got my own show with my own mic. And I sound, I sound like Casey Kasem. <laughs> you can do what you want. I can do what I want. And people that like you and enjoy what you do will follow you. Yeah. All right, so you've talked a little bit about this as well. Why do you use Twitter Spaces? Besides oh, for me personally, I, I, I just love the global vibe. I, I just love the fact that we've got people all over the world. Natasha's calling in from L, uh, LA, you know, and, and Simon's in Ireland. It's like about two in the morning there, you know, and so Simon's there and Natasha's there and Billy's there and, you know, Rose is in there and you're in Canada. I'm in Melbourne, Australia. As I said, it's so far away, it's actually tomorrow. 10 in the morning, the sun is shining. I'm not going to tell you what temperature it is, but I am wearing bare feet, you know, and I just, I just love hanging out with people. And it's, I think it's a, a miracle, don't you? It really is. That was one of the things that I noticed the first time that I joined in your space was the global perspective that you don't get on a lot of other social media sites. And not only that people come, but they're willing to share their perspective. And I love that. Yeah. So what recommendations, this is your favorite question, I think. What recommendations yeah. do you have around technology to use with Twitter spaces? Yeah, actually, this is, this is actually a really important question, but I'm going to drill it right back. I, I, I always have, this is my number one technology tip. I always have a pair of headphones 
ready to go in case my setup mucks up. As an as to just a bit of a, uh, a disclosure today, I actually spent all day Monday working out how to record Twitter Spaces on my brand new Zoom webcam audio only function. I was so excited, I got it to sound like the seed a CD. I mixed it down; it sounded like I was listening to the radio. Guess what? Didn't work today. Oh no! So disappointed. Didn't work. I was so excited about telling everyone how clever I was, but I can't get it to work today. So, my biggest piece of tech news is that you have to have a minimum viable product. You have to have something you can go back to when everything turns off. So I could, and I might even do this later in the show, I can just unplug everything and talk into my phone and it's still fine. It still works. You can still hear me. I can still hear you. Yeah? Yep. And the show runs smoothly but just not as coolly. So that's the first piece of tech news. Just start with what you have. And, you know, the tech gets better. If you've got an iPhone, they're having built stuff to make you sound like a radio announcer. Wish I had one of those in 1984. Jeez, I would have got a job on the, on the rock station. Bon Jovi was number one when I was, you know, in, wanted to be in the radio. That tells you how long ago it was. But I would have met Bon Jovi. I probably went to, would have went to the concert and had an iPhone in my pocket and just sounded like this big radio dude. So um, the tech is, is there. But what I'd love you to do, and I'd love you to come to my show about this, is I'm going to start playing around with different pieces of tech. Do you really need a mixer? And if so, what, what available ones are there? Do you really need a good quality mic? Probably. And what do they look like? Should we get soundproofing? I've been talking to Debbie about this this week. Should we get soundproofing? And what's this thing called the Chaotica eyeball? You know, this piece of foam costs 200 bucks, looks like a basketball. Is it a rip-off? Probably, but it's a bit of a gadget that makes you stand out. So my, I think my biggest piece of tech news is that you can always start at the beginning, but every little thing you do, every small incre in incremental change means that your show will stand out. And then I can tell you for sure right at the moment, Right at the moment, there are 331 other Twitter spaces happening right now. And we're competing with them to get listeners. And, you know, at the moment, we've got uh, 24, I think, 24, 29 listeners. Not bad. That's a good result. We've got 29 listeners. But th those listeners have got 331 other choices. And so... If I can make my show just a bit funky and cool, maybe I'll get more listeners. Would you agree? Yes, there has to be some reason that people join you. So it could be your technology. It could be your topic. It could be your personality. There's lots of reasons that people might listen in. Yeah. All right. So start with what you have. If it's just your phone, start with your phone. Always have a backup. What other tech tips do you have for us? Well, I think um, I think the the idea of tech is is really secondary. I think the idea is you mentioned a lot of people will listen to you for your personality and the topic. So just start with the phone. 
have fun, get your mojo, and if you're digging it, and I'll tell you this is exactly what's happening with my show, I'm going to do a show every week anyway because I'm digging it. And if you want to, you can support me and I'll buy more stuff. If not, I'll just wait for my Christmas money. (laughs) 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 And I buy myself a Christmas present. Like I bought myself a really nice pair of headphones with the money that I got for Christmas. Or some people give money. There's another way that somebody, some people can support you, right? Yeah. Buy my, what? What is Buy it? me a coffee. Aha. So that, this is one of the things we didn't do with the so, uh, Career Success Radio, the show that we ran on Blog Talk Radio, with this idea of crowdfunding, if you like, didn't really exist. So buy me a coffee. This really amazing site I worked out yesterday has 300,000 people on it. And so I'm doing the show anyway. The show is called Virtually Unlimited Audio. I'm doing the show anyway because I love it. And every Christmas I buy myself a new gadget and I try it on the show and I'm always hounding people to give me money so I can (laughs) get more. So if you're digging the show, and this is how Buy Me A Coffee works, there's a little button that says Buy Keith A Coffee. Give him five bucks towards his next gadget. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Keith Kell. But I actually went and bought a URL, Virtually Unlimited Audio. I just set this up yesterday, so I'm not plugging it hard. But, you know, I'm going to do the show anyway, and I love doing it. But, you know, I need to pay the power bill and my mobile bill, and I need to buy a pair of headphones. So rather than waiting until next Christmas to shout myself at the Chaotica eyeball, if someone wants to support me, that's cool too. But obviously for me, and this is probably the biggest piece of uh, advice, the show has to be valuable. Like I just can't expect people to give me money for nothing. If the show's no good, I can't expect people to give me money for it. But So I'm going to have fun with it, see what, how it goes. And if, if, it, if, it's, uh, if it can be self-funding, I think I'll even improve on my own record with Blog Talk Radio because I, we had to stop it because we couldn't get funding. So... Um, I, I think that's probably a good place to start with the techie stuff. You, you set up a page, didn't you, Ruth? I did set up a page on Buy Me a Coffee, except my page says Buy Me a Book because I'm... Oh, that's right. You can change the little things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you can ask people to buy you a book or a pizza or a beer or a coffee, I believe. And do you, Does it have wine? No, not yet. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's just what we – it's a concept we call micropayments. Like I haven't worked for someone else since 2006, but I've still got to pay the mortgage. So obviously we've, we've had to work out different ways to get paid, and this is what we call micropayments. Give me five bucks. That'll help me pay the electricity bill this month, and then I'll put the show on again, and then if you want to, give me five bucks next month, and I'll, I'll buy a new cord or a – I'll buy a piece of tech that makes the show run faster. Like Diacon, this is a good example. Diacon, for instance, every show you record, Diacon is that stats site, it costs two bucks. So it's costing me two bucks to do the stats for the show today. I don't mind. I'm going to pay for it anyway. But I I can't do that forever because the bills add up, don't they? Suddenly you're not feeding yourself or, you know, you're not buying yourself nice things because you're spending all your money on tech. But anyway, this is not an ad for this. This will, this will happen naturally. If, if the show's successful, people will naturally fund it and it'll, it'll become sort of 
it's a self-generating bit. So this is not right. an ad for me, but it's a it's a good little piece of technology to help you fund your your creative projects. And mm -hmm. I, I'm I'm experimenting with it this year. Yes, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. So, what tips do you have for people who want to host their own space? Ah, this actually this is a really good question. So, um, it's very important to remember that this is a very important point. Twitter Spaces is one of a series of sites which we loosely call social audio. So if you can get Twitter spaces right, start here and use it as your playground. You know, LinkedIn this week has has said that they're, they're launching their version soon. This is brand new. I mean, some people in the know have had their goss on this, but it's not yet available, but it's coming. So if you get Twitter spaces right, then you can do the same thing on LinkedIn. Facebook has a version. Spotify has a version. And Clubhouse, you know, was arguably the originator of this, this modern version. So you, you can just take Twitter spaces as a bit of a testing lab. Have a go. Just have a go. And if you need help, just DM me. I'll help you. I'll come on your show and, and help you work it out. And once you get your mojo, and there's been several people on the show which on the show now that we can throw to because they're now doing it and they can tell you their experiences, everyone has to do their first one. And the first one is always horrible because you don't know what you're doing and you don't know what the buttons do and you don't know if there's anyone listening and you feel silly. But once you get into the groove and you think, actually, this is a lot of fun, I'm, I'm liking this, I might even record my next one, I might even share it. Actually, I, I might even tell my friends. I'm actually really digging it. Has that been your experience, Ruth? Were you a bit nervous when you first started? I think, yes, I was. And I find that every show there's something that I learn, and I learn from other people as well. So even though I'm hosting, some of the input that I get from other people is worth more than what I have to share often. So I love learning and I love learning from people and I love building community. So this has just been a great way for me to do all of that. Wow. Um, we haven't yet made the dashboard. I want to say a big hello because uh, I'm doing some stats behind the scene. A big hello to Simon in Ireland who's doing this really cool screenshot tweets for us. So um, feel free to just take a screenshot on your phone and tweet it out and we'll see if we can get some more people on the call. We've got um, 30 at the moment and we need 36 to make the spaces dashboard. The numbers are not important. What Ruth said is much more important. You know, you, you meet these new people from all over the world and they teach you something that you didn't know. Like yesterday I was talking to Debbie about this really cool sound shield that wraps around my, my microphone and cuts out all the bullshit noise. I didn't know that. I didn't know about that. Someone else told me about this chaotic arrival and suddenly that's all I can talk about. I just want one. But I didn't know about that until yesterday and that's because I met all these people on um, Spaces, Twitter Spaces. It, it's, it's a miracle. It really is. It's just it's one of the best things I've ever done in my whole life. Thanks for all that you're sharing with us, Keith. Is there anything else you want to share before we open it up for discussion? Um, not really. I, I just, I just want to let you know that starting in February, I do have a new show, a new variation 
on the show. It's still going to be called uh, Virtually Unlimited Audio, but it's going to be more of a tech how-to show. And if you want to know more about that, just simply go to virtuallyunlimitedaudio.com and it's all sort of listed there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to take some questions and to uh, get to get some groovy goss going. Simon, you can say hello if you'd like to. You've been waiting patiently. I know you asked for the mic, so feel free to say hello. And if you have any tips to, to add to what's been shared, please feel free to do that. Well, no, hi, everybody. I'm interested in Keith sharing some secrets as to why the hot tip setup that you passed the other day didn't work today, Keith. So that would be interesting. Yeah, and, uh, look, I, I, uh, this, actually, let's pull this apart because I think I've worked out what's happening. Yeah. What, I, what I'm doing is I'm running Twitter, my, my Twitter account, Keith Keller, on my PC and my laptop because I've got to run it on my PC because I'm doing it most of the work there. And I tried to run it also on my laptop. So what's happening on my laptop is it's not picking up the file. I'm pretty sure if I was clever and I said signed in on a secondary account or set up a secondary account, because all I'm really doing there is recording my laptop. So next time I run this, I'll, I'll, I'll go into another account and listen to the show as a phantom listener, because I'm simply just recording the show. Because yeah, it won't pick up the show. Yeah, understood. I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, sounds like it for sure, yeah. Uh, the other thing I just wanted to say real quick, and then I'll let somebody else jump in. Um, I'm finding these discussions about online communities. I see Rose is here and a few others, um, Billy, etc., and Vince again. And we've had a couple of these discussions uh, this week already. And um, I think what you've just said, Keith, about, you know, you always pick up something. You might, not, you might know some of the things, but there's always something where you go, do you know what? I didn't know that. The other thing around LinkedIn releasing audio, I find that very intriguing uh, because I've been, as you know, Keith, when we were talking about social audio and even video streaming, what was it, almost two years ago now, yeah. um, we really felt as though the LinkedIn platform might have something special because of everybody's user base on there. And, of course, Twitter kind of holds that crown now because – on Clubhouse, you all had to start from scratch again, whereas most yep. people had some kind of following or engagement on Twitter because it had been around longer. And I've got to be honest, when, when Twitter first launched, Twitter Spaces, it was extremely buggy. The quality was bad, and we still have that occasionally. But the team behind the scenes now at Twitter Spaces are doing some really good work, uh, and I think it's, it's nothing but encouraging. So... I'll hand off, but uh, just some initial thoughts to kick off. Are you looking forward to Twitter uh, LinkedIn? Because I can't wait to try it. Well, I, I, let me give it you. Know, a, 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 the way I'd answer that is I was really gung-ho about Green Room when Spotify launched Green Room. They basically took another app, um, which was Locker Room, which was a sports yeah. audio app, rebadged it as Green Room, lost half the community. You know, the existing community that were using the old app didn't like what they were doing with it. The new community couldn't really get it. And it's kind of disappeared into. Ah, it's, they lost it's not really. It's not really working at all. Um, now Spotify have got plenty of money to you know keep it going, and I think it's good for them to be seen to be in the social audio space. 
Mm. But Clubhouse, the quality on Clubhouse, has, in my opinion anyway, people may have very different opinions, and I still, I still do the odd Clubhouse now and again, but the quality of the rooms I think has decreased significantly, uh, particularly over the last six to nine months. And the quality and of the people in the rooms. Yeah, the quality of the conversations yeah. and the quality yeah. of the people in the rooms. I'm finding most of my social audio, excluding video, uh, time is spent on spaces beyond anything else right now. Yeah. What LinkedIn yeah. does, I think, will be interesting. But um, just because it, you know they're owned by Microsoft, they've got plenty of development know-how behind the scenes. But I'm not sure whether that's enough to cut through the noise. But I'm I'm particularly interested because, like a lot of people here, I spend a lot of time in LinkedIn. I have a huge following in LinkedIn. I have lots of connections in LinkedIn and. I find it to be a very useful tool for other areas of my business, whereas Twitter, it's been that sort of newsfeed, firehose type tool, although I do like some of the new stuff they're doing, and maybe with Jack Dorsey exiting, you know, a new CEO and all the rest of it. Uh, I know Reggie and a few of the guys at the back end on the Twitter team that are working yeah. on spaces. They're doing some really good work, and they're listening to the community, which I think is making a huge difference. So I think Twitter holds the crown and can potentially change gear on everybody if they keep doing what they're doing. And LinkedIn's got a lot to do to, to cut into that market because they launched, as you know, LinkedIn Live, which some people are Wasn't that a disaster? It's just an unmitigated disaster. Well, it, it, was a, it was an uncoordinated global rollout, and some people still, can't, still are still having problems with it. So it wasn't smooth uh, from a rollout perspective. And I understand that from a you know, a global tech rollout perspective, it's not an easy task. But there were people waiting and waiting and waiting so long. And then when it came, a lot of people didn't really know how to leverage what it was. Uh, and things like um, uh, the, the various video streaming tools, people were kind of bypassing it anyway because you could stream out to six or seven platforms using StreamYard or, one. you know, there's lots of them that you can use to do that. So you could push out your audio and video feeds and record them anyway. So by the time it actually got to people, I'm, I don't think people were as excited to build the use cases for it. It took me two it. years. Yeah. And I, 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 mean, got I, it, I only got it about a month ago. And by the time you get it, you go, what, what? Yeah, Come I've on. Do, I mean, I've I, been doing I got this. it. Yeah, and I've been doing this for years and I can stream it out anyway. So thanks, but I might use it occasionally. But I wouldn't underestimate them either because... It's. I mean, they're close on. What are they about? Nine hundred million users globally. Nine hundred million stage. users. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't underestimate them at all. But I think you know, Twitter's been trying for years to, you know, <laughs> figure out what the use case is, and uh, hopefully, hopefully they're doing. I think this has been probably been one of their better launches and rollout. I mean, their Twitter Blue stuff. I mean. I mean, other than pausing a tweet for 30 seconds, I don't know what we're paying for, you know. So, yeah, I agree um, with you there. I, yeah, but look, I've, I've taken up too much time. There's lots of interesting people here. I know quite a few of them. I'm interested to hear other people's thoughts too. So uh, I'll yeah. hand off. Thanks. Thanks, mate. What do you think, Ruth, of all of that? Do you, are you excited about LinkedIn? And can you see that, that Twitter and, and LinkedIn really are brothers in arms in a way because Twitter spaces and LinkedIn audio events, which is what they're calling them, could work in tandem. Yes, I'm excited to see LinkedIn join the audio gig because uh, there are a lot of more, it seems to be more of a professional site, um, more than, I mean, Twitter has been known as the, 
the lounge of marketing, whereas people on LinkedIn are really serious about their businesses. So it'll be interesting to see the difference in quality and who's on there and information that's shared and whether it's as global as Twitter is. Yeah. Well, what I can tell you, I'm very, very excited, very excited. We made the Spaces dashboard leaderboard, which means we're now in the top 50 of those 335, um, 341 shows that are currently on. We're in the top 50. And a collect, our collective reach at this point in time is 30, uh, 68,000 people. So all the people speak on the stage, and you can have up to 12 on the stage for all the, the people who haven't yet done this, but you can have up to 12 people on the stage. And for all of those, um, all the speakers that have come up to the stage so far, their collective reach, if they all tweeted out at one time, they would reach 68,000 people. And, and really I, I just think that, that in itself, that in itself is worth doing. I mean, that's got to be worth doing. Yes. You can see the power and the influence that you can have. Yeah. So I, I see that there's a uh, tour Ghana is on here and they were asking some questions in a DM. So go ahead and ask a question and we'll see if we can answer it for you. Are you there? Are you able to speak? Just waiting for them to call in from Ghana. <laughs> Here we go. I think they've got a connection on the line. Are they there yet? Hello, are you there? Looks like we might have to go to our next caller. Okay. You let us know. You can put your hand up if you end up being able to speak. Sean, you've joined. Is it I hope I'm pronouncing your, your name right. Um, come say hello and tell me the right name, right way to pronounce your name. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You've seen, but it's spelled uh, pronounced Sean. You got okay. it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, just uh, here, um, it's been great over the past uh, couple months here, digging into all the different audio uh, parts of, uh, of it with Keith there and the team and um, just interested here to learn today from all these uh, fine folks such as yourself. And um, it's been interesting because, you know, the audio part of it, there's just so much variation, so many very, you know, factors at play, whether that be, you know, the internet connection, even just itself, right? So, you know, you may have good equipment, but then someone on your uh, space, uh, his internet's really bad or, uh, other issues like that. So it's really definitely something that's taking a lot of manual effort and uh, know-how. But I really think that learning these kind of technologies doesn't just help for Twitter spaces, but can be applied to any of the social networks or LinkedIn for that matter. So I'm just really keen to be a part of the conversation and uh, I'm all ears. You, you, you've been so helpful, mate. You, 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 your conversations about the road mic and you're all, you've got a roadcaster and you know, you really, we've got a really cool group on Twitter. There's about 20 of us. And, you know, we're all helping each other get over these tech hurdles. Like Simon was over to help me get over what we might think will be happening with the laptop. I'll try that experiment tomorrow again. You know, and so as we learn something, we share it. I, I reckon we've, we've probably shaved about a year off our learning just by having a chat to each other. Don't you agree? I would say so, Keith, for sure. For sure. And, and still learning and still tweaking and still modifying and, uh, 
And the journey continues, yeah. But it's been great having that support. And I think that's what Twitter is so great for, is connecting with like-minded people that want to do good things. And uh, that's certainly why I'm here, for sure. Yeah. Yes, that's I brilliant. agree. Well, thanks for joining the conversation. Thanks so much. Sharon, would you like to ask a question or share your perspective? Oh, hello, everyone. And thank you very much for the invitation, Ruth, to come up on stage here. Yeah, social yeah. audio. Social audio is is the, the the talk of the season again, and getting past the technical issues are are, are learning collectively. Like Keith said, the technical issues on how to deliver uh, a good solid Twitter space. I think as what I'm appreciating on this space compared to Clubhouse, and um, I'm I'm not talking out of school today because I had a very public conversation with an investor. Uh, an early investor in Clubhouse who has who said today that the he does not think that the the, the momentum that Clubhouse has is going to be uh, around for very long, and had given an example of an individual who had many thousands of people in his room and actually launched the sale of a book and did very very well financially with that book. But um, that was probably six or seven months ago, and he said, we'll never see that again on, on Clubhouse. So they're worried over there, sadly. On the mm. other side, uh, to do with Twitter spaces, I'm really pleased to see the uh, developers are continually asking, and rooms like you're having here, Ruth and, uh, Ruth and Keith, are asking what it is that we need as consumers of this social audio space to feed back to the developers. And I know that you're doing that on a regular basis. So apart from the technical side of things, on the professional side of interviewing and communicating and managing a room for, on, a, on a level where I want to spend more than five minutes just monitoring or going inside of the room is really appealing to me. On a, on a, sort of a summary note, I would say in terms of LinkedIn, and the usage of LinkedIn, which we, of course we know are used by many professionals and executives, the research is telling us that on LinkedIn, executives are consuming information on LinkedIn as a news source. They're consuming that information early in the morning, but they're not necessarily participating in conversations. So the uh, what I think is a really valuable mission is to help the executive uh, leadership, CEOs, presidents, C-suite people, to understand how really they can benefit by, by actually using social media in a better way. And if it can take them a step beyond consuming of news and information and actually participating in conversation, engaging the way that we all are doing here today, uh, then I think we might have... Um, I like the path that that would take us going going on into the future. So thanks, Ruth. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I'm going to give the mic to Bad Redhead Media. You said a few things earlier, but feel free to add to the conversation. Thank you so much. I have a question for both you, Ruth and Keith. Um, how do you get people to your spaces? Is it um, along the lines of doing spaces all the time, advertising, sending out your newsletter, or just connecting with people. I'm just curious if there's like some big secret we need to learn. Thank you. Keith, you, you want to talk about first? 
Oh, no, you go first. Because you, um, you, you create, tell us about how you created that really massively cool video with all the questions embedded in it. That, that's it, really, that's the secret. Okay, so I love to use Canva, and Canva gives you the ability to create really cool graphics and to animate them. So I took the six questions that I had come up with, and I put one on each page in Canva, and then I created uh, an MP4 out of that. And we started, Keith and I both started advertising about two weeks ago. A week ago. A week ago. Yeah. And we, we were just consistent with, we started with the whole movie and then individual shots of those, the pages. And then um, after that kind of started losing traction, then we just, came up with other ideas and I would tweet and Keith would retweet and love and, and that would just keep, we, we just kept bouncing back and forth that way. Um, another thing that we did was we created polls around topics that people might be interested in to do with community. So those were, I think those were the two main things that I would say brought most of the people. And then of course, Keith has a large following, so that helps. Well, that's the essence uh, of what we're talking about here. So first things first, I've started this idea. I'll, I'm not the only one doing this, but I, I, I thought of this idea, stats and chats. So I, I, want, I want these shows to be really engaging and I want people to know they're on a, a plenty of time ahead because we're busy. So with Twitter Spaces, you can actually program up to two weeks ahead. You can only do one at a time, but you can actually at this stage schedule a, a tweet two weeks ahead. So what that means is that if you're scheduling it two weeks ahead, you've got time to make a nice graphic. You've got time to write a blog post about it. You've got time to do a Twitter poll about it. You've got time to go on other shows and talk about it. You've got time to support other people's shows and then get them to come to your show. So I think scheduling is probably the secret sauce, although I'm happy to experiment with just doing them off the cuff because that some, sometimes works. But, yeah, we're, we're doing a lot of experimenting with that. Does that help? Is, does that answer your question? I'd love to hear how you do it. Yeah, definitely it helps. Um, I'm a lot newer to Twitter spaces than you guys are. I'm more active on my author account, which is Rachel in the OC because I got approved for the Spark program. So I'm doing two spaces a week. Mm. And then I do one over on, on Bad Redhead Media about book marketing. Wow. Yeah, so it's been really fun. I'm getting a lot more people to come to my spaces now. Um, but I am finding that advertising helps a little bit. Even if it's just you know one day for $10, you can really reach a lot of people by doing that. And then also, um, I signed up for that review newsletter. I'm not as good about sending it out as I should be, but I think it's probably very helpful because it's going to Twitter folks. And Twitter folks are typically more inclined to try new tech than maybe on other platforms. You were mentioning, yeah. Ruth, you have a um, challenge going on over on Facebook. Um, it's just kind of funny because I get... I get interaction there, but mostly when I just post my cats as opposed to any <laughs> real deep conversation. So, yeah, that's really helpful, and I appreciate your tips. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for the questions. 
Can I just jump in and to give you an update uh, with picking up what you've just said there? So we're, we're starting to gain traction. This is exactly what I'm talking about. So we're actually at the high point right now at the 45-minute mark where we're actually we've got more listeners and more engagement than we had when we started, and that's common. So um, we're now reaching uh, 170,000 people on Twitter, the collective reach of the people on stage at the moment, the nine speakers that we have, have a collective reach of 170,000 people and 47 of them have come and actually are listening right now. So, you know, it's working. We're doing it. It's so exciting. We've got 47 live listeners listening to this guy in Melbourne, Australia, randomly talking into this little piece of foam. It's pretty cool. Thanks for the stats, Keith. It's always interesting to know what's going on. Mixed Greens Finance, you asked for the mic. I'm sorry, did y'all call on me? Yes. Okay, what was the question? Oh, welcome to the stage. And if you have a question, feel free to ask it. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I was kind of doing something. But, yeah, um, I was attracted to the name of the space. And I was, you know, just listening in. I'm probably going to have some more questions as I, like, listen to you guys talk. But as of right now, I don't have any. Where are you listening in from? I live in Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks Uh, for having me. You're welcome. Tour Ghana, I gave you the mic again. Are you able to talk now? He seems to be having some issues um, with sounds. I'm not sure if it's going to work or not. Right now, is my mic on? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, thank you very much. I've been listening to you, and I appreciate your time in this celebrating us on March on the Twitter space. But I want to ask a question. Is it beneficial? What are some of the beneficial between advertising and this Twitter space? Because being a tall guy, at least for me, I thought we should advertise more. So you are talking much on the Twitter space, and I want to know what would be the beneficial between advertising and this Twitter space? So that's my question. So you can take that one first, Ruth. I'm happy to. I'm happy to pick it up. I'm not sure I understand the question. Do you want to rephrase it for me, Keith? I think what we, the question is being asked: What would be the advantage of doing Twitter Spaces, which effectively is a free platform, yes. as opposed to paying for advertising on other platforms? Is that the question? Yeah, that is a question. That is a question. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so right. the, the the immediate advantage is that advertising costs money, and are you getting a result? If you're getting a result that outweighs the cost, well, then there's no comparison. You put $4 into a slot machine and $10 comes out, I could do that all day. Put $4 in, $10 comes out, just sit there. You're making, you know, you're making 60% gain, is that right? Or I think that's the right mathematics, but you're, you're, you're really winning there. So if you can spend money and make money, then the advertising pays for itself. That's the only calculation really to make with advertising, I'm guessing. If you're paying money, you want to get results. 
you don't get a result, then why are you paying? But with Twitter Spaces, which is completely free, it's a different type of ROI. We've got 60 people on the call right now from all over the world hearing about what you're doing. Now, one of those people in the room might just be interested enough to follow you or DM you or uh, ring you, and then you're off to the races. So um, Twitter Spaces is a totally different story. It's, it's this idea of there's people in this room that haven't heard of me yet, and I wouldn't get to them with advertising because they don't even know where to look for me. Mm -hmm. So advertising is a completely different story, and I don't have anything against advertising except that it costs money and you've got to make your money back. Twitter Spaces is a time thing, and that's valuable too. But, you know, we've got, as I said, 60 people on the call right now. We're right at the zenith of our show, and it's such a pity that we have to wrap up in 10 minutes, but we do. And uh, right now we've hit the peak of the show because it's built up and there's 60, 64 now, 64 people on the call listening to what we're talking about. One of those might be just be the right person to speak to you. And the most important thing about Twitter Spaces is that they're here and you can speak to them right now. It's not some random person that's listening to the radio in his car and he has to remember the URL and rush home and type it in and get the free offer. You know, or he's working out at the gym and he hears the show, but he doesn't know what to do with it. So yeah, does that answer your question? Is that a good answer or do you, do you need to go further? Is that helpful? Yeah, very helpful, yeah. yeah. Yes, I agree. Would you, I, agree. would you agree, Ruth? Yes, and I think that's one of the things that drew me into Twitter spaces was just the immediacy and it's almost like being able to have a, a chat with people like you would in your living room, but it's you're you're interacting with people from all over the world, and you're getting a global perspective, and you're able to ask questions and get input and learn. So, yeah, that's what I would say the advantage is. Yeah, yeah. Prashant is. Um, we were we were jokingly talking about our favourite South Indian restaurant. South Indian food is very different to Northern Indian food, and apparently it's a very massive South Indian chain. And we never ever got around a meeting in person. But you, you you've moved back. I moved back, mate. I, I miss Australia, but I'm back where I am in the South. Uh, South Indian, South Australia, Melbourne, Southern US. You see a pattern here. Uh, good to yeah. be here. Good to be here, mate. Good to meet this awesome group here. I'm, what do you think of Twitter Spaces? Have you been trying it? Um, and, you know, the best place to start is join Keith Keller's Twitter Space. So here I am today. Wow, what a great thing to say. Oh, well, that, that's the coolest thing. You can come back anytime. Thank you. Mate. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, the one thing, one question I did have, I see, um, I see a couple of folks here, uh, Bad Redhead Media included. Um, how, how, recommendations. I've got a new book out now. Keith also. How do we leverage Twitter spaces for building a reader, reviewer, community for authors like me? Well, the first thing you got to do is you got to sign up for Ruth's Facebook challenge. It starts in 10 minutes. Tell us about that, Ruth. Yes, feel free to come join us. Um, I'm on Get Clients, Build Community is my Facebook group. And if you're in this spaces, I will welcome you into the challenge it's free okay and we are discussing that exact topic well i'm actually teaching people about twitter spaces but the whole goal is so that 
eventually they can use it to get clients, get readers, and build their community. And so, yes, please come join us. Oh, happy to. Yes, we please. are yeah. running out of time here. Yeah, Emily? yeah. Let's, I think we've got Billy and we've also got Emily. I don't, is it Emily? Yeah, Emily yes. hasn't been. In, do you want to go to Emily first and then Billy maybe? The ladies first? Yes. If yes. we've got time. Hey, hi, everybody. Um, thanks, Keith, for inviting me up. I love Twitter spaces, and I would love to share some things that have worked for me as well um, because I did build a community on Clubhouse of um, almost 12,000 people and was very, very active on there last year. And so I think there's a lot of things that I'm, I was doing there that I'm about to apply here, and I'm happy to share um, just a yeah, couple please, things. Please. I know we've got a, a short period of time. So, okay, sorry, I was charging my phone and switching gears. So uh, the first <laughs> thing that I recommend is definitely make sure that you build a community. Um, you know, make sure that you're, you're coming to a Twitter space and maybe you have a few different people who are on a panel. Um, because even if you're left, uh, a friend said this, it was so good. If you invite people who you would actually be okay talking to, and it was just the two of you, it's like the airport test. Like if you're waiting for a plane and it's just you two together, would you be able to have fun? And so I would only want to do a Twitter space with someone that I'm going to have fun talking to, even if no one shows up, even if one more person shows up and the show goes on. So that is really key. I think uh, having having a wingman, wingwoman. And then the other things that is really helpful too that we used to do on Clubhouse is you screenshot the room and you can share this on other social channels and, and you can cross promote. And so that was another great thing about Clubhouse. Even though Twitter is a great space, we have our communities here, not everybody knows about it. And maybe they would join if you share it on LinkedIn, you share it on Instagram, um, so I would cross promote and, and screenshot to be like, hey, you know, you'd have to create a little bit of FOMO. These are the people that were there. Um, these are the uh, these were the things that we talked about. Um, now we can have rooms that are recorded, which is great. But sometimes people would send out show notes or even have some kind of club page that you can go to. So there's just a lot. I mean, there's so, so much that you can do that we were doing on Clubhouse um, that you can actually apply here. But if you think big picture and you think, where can you store this information? How can you retweet some of the main three points that you talked about in the room? Um, it really does help people understand that there's quality, there's value. You're not going to just waste your time listening to random things all day, but you're creating enough of, um, of an environment where it's piquing a lot of curiosity and there's valuable things that people can take away. And the more that you also create these spaces that has structure to it, the more people are going to keep coming back. So you make it an hour and you have some kind of format. Um, it's just going to build that trust. So those are the things I could go on and on, but I'm going to kind I of leave it there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Great. Great. What, what I might do, Ruth, is because you've got to go in eight minutes. Can you tell people how, because this is going to end, can you tell people how they can jump onto your challenge if they are indeed interested in picking, keeping going? Because this is your show, so people need to follow you next. So where, where can people follow you next? Can you can you put a tweet in the nest about the Facebook challenge? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wing it. I'll ad lib while you're doing that, if you like, so that sure. when this show ends, that, that people don't have that sort of flat feeling. Uh, I'd love to give people a chance to come to your event, which is starting in eight minutes. So can you talk about that a bit and put it in the nest? So I'm hosting it. Um, I'm going to be on StreamYard, but going into Facebook Live. And so I'm going to put the link into a tweet here 
and you can feel free to join us there. Um, yeah, put that in the nest. So while you're doing that, I'll, I'll run I'll run the room and get Billy to come in and have a chat. He's been such a great help. You got to, everyone in the room has to follow Billy because he's just such a great help. So what are you thinking, mate? Are we are we, uh, are we well, on the money with this this new tech we're trying? Yeah, absolutely. It all sounds great, Keith. Uh, Ruth, I, I don't know you too well, but it's very nice to meet your acquaintance. I know some people in the space here. And in regard to promoting your space, I've lucked out in, in terms of I did my first real podcast interview on spaces, uh, utilizing spaces, I, sh I should say. And since that episode has come out, uh, a lot of people have asked me when the next one is. So from the yeah. listens that the podcast got, I've gotten inquiries about when I'm going to do the next one. Um, and in addition to that, I would say kind of what Keith said, the first couple of times you do a space, schedule it ahead of time, have some great graphics, uh, do some research in terms of your key words relevant to whatever your content is going to be. And I, I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Advertising is not a dirty word. I, I believe that sometimes people have this knee-jerk reaction to advertising on social media like it's, it's somehow dishonest or, or I, want, I want my following to be organic and all this. It's not buying followers. That's not what advertising is. You, you can consider it this way. You can spend a lot of time loading up buffer and things like that, which I do. You know, it's very time consuming. And what advertising does for you, it gets your content in front of people who are interested. And it's essentially a tool to save you some time. Pay somebody else to do it. And, you know, in the case of a Facebook boost or something like that, you're talking about 10 bucks. And if you're really serious about what you're doing, $10 is not a big investment. You know, that's something that will save you a lot of time. Uh, online, tinkering around with all, all all the keywords and everything else, and doing stuff when you could be concentrating on your content. So that's my my tip of the day, I guess. So thank you very much, Keith. Great to talk to you again, Ruth. Thank you very much for having the space. You're welcome. Thanks I love what you've here. said there. I love what you've said there, Billy. Because um, you know, like mowing the lawn, I can mow my own lawn, but I've got to do it. I'd I'd much rather pay someone fifty bucks to mow the lawn, and I could be watching the cricket, or I could be out the back. So advertising is a, is a really sort of cost-effective or time-efficient way to buy back some time because a, a lot of – I love what you've said there. It's actually a very good – and it picks up exactly on the question. So that's really good. But I'm very, very conscious of Ruth's time, time frame. So did you find a way, Ruth, to put that in the nest so that people can come to your new show? You know what? I'm still learning how to put things in the nest. Can you help me with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. So um, the way you do it. Uh, top right-hand corner, there's a little arrow, yeah, which will take you to your Twitter feed, and then you simply find on your Twitter feed a reference to your product. So there's there's a technology tip. If you're going to go into a Twitter space and you know you're going to be uh, putting something in the nest, put it either pin it or put it very very high. It's the second one I'm guessing, isn't it? Get clients, build community. Yeah. Yes. So I'll do it for you. You just basically go uh, and it says share to Ruth's space and it should be there. So I really want to give people a chance to keep this going because I know you've got to go in three minutes and Twitter, unfortunately, doesn't have the facility yet for me to take over. We don't have that facility yet and now here's a very good use case for why where that would have really worked because I'm I'm thumping it. I'm ready. I'm, I'm happy to keep going. But uh, this is your show so we need – we'll be back again. Same time, same channel. That's all, folks. 
you know. So, um, you know, let me just wrap up. It's in the it's in the nest. So before we before you go, I want you to have a look at that. And if you feel inspired by what Ruth's doing, I want you to join that uh, Facebook uh, challenge. But let me just wrap up what's happened in the in the hour that we've been speaking. Two hundred and twenty-five people have come to the show for at least eleven minutes, and sixty-eight of them have come at one time as the highlight, and that they stay for an average of eleven or twelve minutes. So, in the course of the hour, we've been able to hold people's attention for oh, more than ten minutes. And we've had 68 people on the call at, at the height of the call, and in, the, in, in total we've had 20, 228 people. And uh, overall, um, we've, we've been able to reach a total of about 170,000 potential people. So, I mean, I, I don't know what that means in advertising terms, but I'd be pretty happy with those numbers. I mean, we just turned our phones on and pushed to start, did a little bit of marketing beforehand, but it didn't cost us much, and... We love we love doing it. We're having fun and we're meeting new people. And I, I, I could do this every day forever. Is that a good wrap-up, Ruth? Is that why you love that's, it? That's great. Yes, definitely. I love doing it too. And I wish I had more time to put into Twitter spaces, but I don't. So yeah. thank you, everyone, for joining us today. We will be on next week, same time, same place. We hope you can join us and continue this discussion.